Hey guys, welcome to the Where I Join the Curls podcast, the season finale and the last episode of the year. As always, I want to thank you guys for tuning in, for downloading my episodes. This year, we were able to reach 41 countries and over 270 cities, and most importantly, ranking in 18 countries. We managed to rank from my small island in the Dominican Republic to Asia, Europe, and the Middle East, hitting countries such as India, Germany, Lebanon, Egypt, Saudi Arabia, and Taiwan. And that's just to name a few. Again, I can't express the gratitude that I feel, (laughs) the amount of happiness that I get and feel every single time that I see a new download because it means that somebody else is hearing my story and I just hope that I continue to make connections with you guys. I absolutely enjoyed every single time one of you reached out to me to make that connection, to share your story. That's what it's all about, um, being vulnerable together and being able to help one another. Now, I want to end this episode (laughs) when i end this year with the message the reoccurring message that i received this year and recently a friend reached out to me and he asked me how did you learn to let go and the answer is very simple yet complex but it is my overarching theme of the year and i want to share with you a journal entry that i wrote before i tell you of all the things that i forced to let go this year I wrote, it's amusing to see the things that you discover, find, or see when you finally look up when you are no longer on autopilot. This fall, I became obsessed with the fall foliage, the different colors of the leaves, as if I had not seen them for the last 27 years. The admiration and appreciation was different. It was as if I had been walking around blindfolded every past fall. You should have seen my face every time I was driving through where the trees were located. Every time that I saw a a leaf fall, I would stare, waiting for the trees to put on a magic show for me. I went on a hike with a friend, and this is the message that I received. The only constant in nature is change. We're always changing, always evolving. Like the seasons, we have our beautiful moments where we bloom and show off All that light and all those bright colors within us. Like the summer, we are full of sunshine, togetherness, that laughter that we experience. Like the fall, we must fall. We must accept that things fall apart. Some happen fast, leaving us shocked, while others happen slowly, right in front of our eyes. And like the winter, this leaves us feeling cold, wrapped in a blanket, indulging in a warm cup of tea, wondering Where did our happy days go? The reminder that we all fall differently. We all fall for something in life. We all fall for different things. But just like the seasons, those feelings aren't permanent. Nothing and no one is permanent. As I watched each leaf do its little dance, gently from left to right, it reminded me of all the things that I had to shake off, that I had to let go. And here's a list of the top things that I had to let go this year 
Number one, I had to unlearn patterns, beliefs, and behaviors that once were taught to me, but were no longer serving me. And this is a continuous journey because it's really hard. But once you become aware and you push them to your forefront, it's like a battle each each day. Each time someone triggers you, each time you get triggered, each time you find yourself reacting the way that you used to, you remind yourself, this is no longer who I am, this is no longer who I want to be. Let me react differently. Number two, I learned to let go of people who added no value, who drained me, who refused to seek change, who were comfortable time and time again staying in the same place. These people who reminded me or attempted to trigger me into the person who I was and I was running away from. These people who who wanted to stay the same because I wanted to evolve and I wanted people around me who wanted better for themselves too. I learned to let go of the need to be surrounded by others in order to not face my thoughts. I let go of the idea that I couldn't do things alone, that I couldn't take a flight, that I couldn't sit at a restaurant, that I couldn't attend a concert by myself. And that just because I was alone didn't mean that I felt lonely. And we're often running away from our thoughts. We're often running away from facing ourselves. So we indulge in things that don't really benefit us, that don't really fill us, that don't make us happy. And that's what I was doing. But this was the year that I decided to sit with myself, literally, in all aspects of life. Whether I was taking a big trip by myself to Thailand or here, sitting at a restaurant. This was the year that I really learned to embrace myself and what it means to date myself. And I know that this might sound foolish to some of you, but have you ever taken yourself out on a date? Have you ever dressed up for yourself and walked into a place by yourself and done the things that you want to do? And it doesn't have to be a restaurant. It could have been a spa. It could have been a big as a concert like me. And let me tell you that I loved every single minute of it. And I'm not saying that I never was my full self because my, my friends did allow me to be my complete self. But it just felt so different. Being, at a, being in a concert, dancing and singing my life away by myself, that was so powerful. And let me tell you that if you haven't dated yourself or that if you plan on dating yourself, I set the same rules that I would set on any date. And that was that I couldn't be on my phone. I would bring my journal or I would bring a book. I would engage with people around me. So not once did I feel alone because I was with, my, with myself which I've learned to create the best company out of myself, literally like a best friend to myself, I would have the same standards as I was going on a date. Except this was an important date. This was for me. I learned, I learned to let go of the need to be right. There is no right or wrong. There's just perspective. And we all have different perspectives because of our upbringing. I learned to let go of ego. And that's not to say that it doesn't try to pop up that it's no longer showing up because it still does there's so many moments where it still tries to show up but again it's having that consciousness to be like no why does my ego want to be right why does my ego want to fight what are you defending yourself for which leads me to the next one letting go of the need to protect myself i am safe so this is, a, this is a constant battle because again it's years of the same thing that it's hard to unlearn these things but it's that constant reminder to tell myself, like, no, you are safe. You are protected. There is no one that's going to hurt you. I've learned, or I'm learning to let go of the need to always walk away when something gets hard. I want to face it. I want to acknowledge it. I want to talk about it. Even if it takes me 
a few hours. I want to sit with myself and ask myself, why did this get hard? What can I learn from it? How can I grow from it? How can I repair this? Learning to let go of my comfort zone, trying new things, expanding my body, mind, and soul. And this was really the year that I really did things on my own and forced myself to try new things, try new foods, new workouts, new books, new podcasts, things that I wouldn't normally stay away from because they weren't in my field of comfort. And let me tell you, it is true what they say, you cannot grow in your comfort zone. The best things happen outside of it. And I want to do more, more of that. Learning to let go of my attachment to outcome and expectations. And I know that it's so hard to not expect things or to not envision a certain outcome. But that only brings disappointment to us when we expect things and people to act a certain way, how we envision them. Things that I've had to let go of was the need to not show up for myself. I had to let go of the idea of treating myself less and others more. And what did that look like? Exactly like what I've been saying. Showing up for myself, being by myself, proving to myself that I am reliable, that I'm trustworthy. And I'll share with you something that I let go of. Not to say that I'll never turn back to it, but I recently, I gave myself a seven month period of no alcohol. I'm on month five. And I did that because that was me showing up for myself and me telling myself, I love you enough to face the things that scare you, to face the things that you need to heal from, to face yourself, to show yourself discipline. And that meant for me that I needed to let go of alcohol. But it's also, again, coming out of that comfort zone and not telling yourself that you can't do things. I also am on a no me streak. And at first I thought that it was highly impossible for me to do that, but I challenged myself to give it up for a month. A month turned into two, two turned into three and now I'm at five. And I haven't had any. And I feel so good within myself. My gut is healing. I'm healing. Like it's all literally connected for me. And while I'm not telling you to let go of these things. You should dig deep into your life. And find the things that you need to let go of. For your own benefit. Now my response to him was. How did I learn to let go? It's not easy. Especially when you've poured love and time into people. But like I've told you. I've learned that the universe sends you people to teach you to awaken you and when their time is up it is up and there's absolutely nothing that you can do about it if they come back to you in the future cool but for now you have so much to look forward to you have so much to become and experience don't let good moments come back and hurt you or allow you to stick around the place where you're no longer welcomed and that's exactly how i handled this year are goodbyes hard yes they are but sometimes, like the seasons, we must learn to let go. There are people, there are things that are put in your life because they're meant to hold you down in the coldness of the winter when your face is covered in snow. They're meant to walk you through spring when things are blossoming in your life. But once that summer comes and that sunshine is out, they're no longer meant to continue to walk you on in life. And that is okay. It's about acceptance. And again, letting go of the outcome and our perspective. There's a good quote from the Conversations with God book. And it, ta it talks about how relationships fail because of the outcome that we expected. We go in expecting a certain thing from them. Which allows it to fail. Because once they don't deliver or under deliver, 
we start a riot and that ego shows up and that is what i take away once you start to let go of the things that are not working everything begins to work out for you you shouldn't feel ashamed you shouldn't feel embarrassed you shouldn't feel like a failure if a relationship is no longer working for you if a place is no longer working for you if a job is no longer working for you it's okay to outgrow these things and now i want to end by asking you to reflect on the things that you have to let go of the things that are no longer serving you the things that are hindering your growth your journey your real happiness i want you to dig deep and i'll share with you something that i do in the hopes that you can do it too as we're about to approach 2023 create a vision board if you've never done it and add goals in all aspects of life mentally financially spiritually emotionally physically add goals that will literally help you in every aspect of life after you're done creating that that vision board create a letter for yourself not only thanking yourself for everything that you achieved this year 2022 but the things that you're hoping to achieve for 2023 what do you need to do more of what do you need to do less of write it in the present tense write it as if you already have these things but again practice that gratitude be thankful for the things that you did achieve sometimes we create these massive goals and i'm not saying there's anything wrong with that we create these massive goals we attach them to a vision board or we just write it down on a piece of paper or we keep that in mind all the goals that you want to achieve in that year but you never look back you never revisit that that list of goals which is why you can never really achieve them so create that vision board put it up on your desk or create it on your journal or on your notepad and pin that note and revisit it. I was telling my cousin recently, like, we create these goals and we never look back at the list. So how can we achieve it? So I was telling her, break them down into monthly, weekly, and daily goals. Your daily goals will help you with the weekly ones. The weekly ones will help you with the monthly. Month by month, you will achieve your yearly goal. And also, like I've said, it's that clapping for yourself. Clapping when you land. No matter how small you think your goals were, or no matter how small you think your achievements were, write them down. And you'll notice how they each start piling up and they've created a magical year for you, even if you can't see it. Now, whether you're listening to this in 2022 or 2023, Thank you for being a part of my year. Thank you for making it successful for me. Thank you for connecting with me. And this is your reminder that you are powerful. You are beautiful. Not just on the outside, but on the inside too. You are capable of literally awakening up. You are capable of stepping out of autopilot and driving the vehicle of your life. You are capable of achieving anything that you want. And it starts with today. Don't wait until the new year. Don't give up in March. Literally, take out a piece of paper and write down your goals. Write down what you want to achieve and literally work towards it every single day. Water yourself and watch you grow. Let go of those things that really don't serve you anymore. <laughs> and I know we usually, we used to wait until the new year. New year, new me. Let go of all these dead people. Stop talking to them in January. No, 
that starts now literally don't wait don't wait for an occasion to start don't wait for after an event don't wait after your birthday don't wait two weeks before your birthday to start working out to start doing the things that fill you up start to wherever you're at with whatever you have thank you guys so much